The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, hello and welcome to Monday. It's 205 on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. Jaylen Nye, Andrew Gross. It's the uh, Monday of the Grey Cup Festival Week. It How is. exciting is that? Yes, Wednesday, Thursday, we're broadcasting live from uh, the festival. We can't wait for that. You can come down and say hi, pop by our booth. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. And uh, yeah, zip lining, bungee cording. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do the bungee that. jump. Just so we're clear no, on I that. I think I think we'll just do the zip line. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing that either. Okay, but I will. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, I will certainly be there to change. cheer you on. My wife has pointed out, and quite correctly so, that before several of our trips over the years... You're not going to hurt yourself ziplining. For whatever reason, I've done something. I've, And in this particular case, I'm going to Vegas on December 1st. I have a show November 30th. Mm. So, you know, you, I want to be careful not to fall off the stage, slip, get in a car accident, anything like that that would in some way ruin our trip or, or okay. hurt the trip. So I'm trying to avoid situations where something could go wrong and bungee jump. I'm sure it's very safe and it's going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people. But if I should get like nervous and get a, like a little kink in my neck or something, I don't want to spend okay. a week in Vegas right. only being able to look one way. <laughs> it's hard to cross the street in Vegas as is. with only being able to look left <laughs> or right. All righty. Uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, Grey Cup uh, Festival will be down there um, Wednesday, Thursday. There's no show on Friday because, well, the Oilers are playing... <laughs> for Thanksgiving. It's an afternoon game. I'm not sure where, not sure why, but they are playing. Anaheim. Anaheim. Well, there you go. So that'll be exciting. That was rough this weekend, eh? It was pretty rough, uh, yeah. honestly. We don't have to get into it too much, but that was pretty rough. It, it was, but I, I will say this, that despite the outcome of the Battle of Alberta game, mm. that was a fun game to watch. I really, that was 80s hockey all over again. I really enjoyed watching it and had fun with it and... I found a new uh, villain, Kachuk. Uh, so you know that's good. the uh, The game on Sunday was just like I don't know what I'm watching here. So we got up to go do something and came back, and next thing it was like four two or something. I said, "What? Yeah, I know. What just happened? I know." So and then the football didn't turn. It turns out, uh, Jay, and I'll just say it on the air with you know everybody listening. Uh, apparently, I cannot predict the outcome of a football game. Just. <laughs> I thought it would be Winnipeg and Hamilton in the Grey Cup, and of course, neither of those teams will. No, the Red Blacks and uh, Calgary. That is a classic confrontation, though. That is a very completely East versus West confrontation, mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. great. And and how rewarding will it be to watch Calgary lose? So, I mean, there is that. I there can hold is hope that. For that. Yes, you are right. I think there's a number of people, despite was it the Calgary coach, hoping that we would rally uh, around the Stampeders. Not going to happen, I mean, buddy. I don't think that's going to happen. Not going to happen. Don't think it's going to happen. And if it were going to happen, I think his uh, whole uh, line about Canadians would probably... Did you hear about that? This I is, heard him talking. Well, this is the problem with mic'd games is that uh, they can pick up what you're saying. Mm. So he was uh, basically yelling at the refs on the field, feeling that he was getting an unfair, his team was getting an unfair shake uh, with the uh, or an unbalanced game as far as the officiating went. And then he uh, basically yelled out something about, uh, well, he used the F word and, and, you know, Canadians. It's like, oh, buddy, you're in the CFL. You might want to. Might want to dial that back wow. a little bit. He did apologize, and it was a good apology. So. Okay, well, you know what we have to uh, give away today? What? Grey Cup tickets. No way. Yeah, we do. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so there will be a, a little piece of uh, Grey Cup history trivia that you have to answer. Now, do we have any other tickets? No, that's it. That's it, just Grey Cup. Well, mm-hmm. what more would you need? You have mm-hmm. Grey Cup tickets. So we're all done with Buble? 
For now, yes. Yes. Well, we'll have to come up with some football trivia then. It's already been taken care of. Done and done. Gosh, I love this place. It's like it runs without me. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Show up, print your stuff, have a smoke, sit down, and here we are. That's very true. Oh, boy. Uh, We do have uh, this story out of Toronto at this school, this uh, all-boys private school. It started to develop last week and about uh, the hazing and really it's uh, an alleged uh, sexual assault. A number of kids have been have been charged now, but we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk with a, with a, a, a doctor who had written a book called Making the Team Inside the World of Sport Hazing and Initiations. Because hmm. when this came up last week, you remember, Andrew, I turned to you and said, this stuff, the hazing still happens. I'm glad you brought that up again, because yeah. you, you did ask me that. And you know that I played sports and I was, you know, uh, we had hazing at our residence and university mm-hmm. as well, aside from the sports teams. Um, but when you said it to me, I wasn't aware of this article. Yeah. So you turned to me and said, does hazing still happen? And yeah. And I, and you asked, you know, did you guys? Ha- yeah, absolutely. But nothing like what they're talking about. Yeah. I, I read through it over the weekend and was just shocked, mm-hmm. honestly, at what they mm-hmm. consider hazing. And when, it get, and when hazing gets out of hand, um, again, I didn't think of this sort of situation. I thought about back in, you know, 19, oh gosh, 77 or 78, so that many years ago. Um, the freshman week, mm-hmm. frosh week, where some students, it was usually alcohol related. And I do recall at Dalhousie University, my uh, school, that they had taken them up to Citadel Hill, a bunch of these freshmen, very drunk, and they'd gotten them to walk along a wall. And one of them had fallen off and, and had become severely injured. And so they got, they, they put in new rules to stop mm-hmm. that sort of thing from happening. But, but that, and as stupid as that was, um, it, it wasn't like yeah. this. These yeah. are assaults. These are sexual assaults. Absolutely. Yeah, like it's a crime. Yeah. Beyond just stupidity. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we're going to talk to this author um, who had written this book on it, just kind of to, to delve into it a little bit more. Obviously, I think, you know, for, for most of us, probably you thinking back to your college days yeah. or universities Harmless. or high, high school days when you were in the grade, mm-hmm. you were grade nine and, you know, you might get a what was it, a swirly or something like that? Yeah, uh, yeah. And even that was, you know, not cool and not good, but this stuff is just unreal. So there's just some, uh, yeah, so we're going to explore that uh, with her. We'll talk about that as well um, after 3.30. Um, time is ticking. Did you know delivery day for 6.30 Chad Santa's Anonymous is December 15th this year? Wow, really? It's That's early. Like three weeks away. Well, it's, uh, well, yeah, a month away as of, yeah, because today's the 17th. So, um, Lana Nordland is going to join us to give us an update on on what's going on there. We also have Morley Scott with his Grey Cup reports. Oh, good. And Morgan Black has been working on some features, some Grey Cup features as well. So, you'll hear that today. Nice. Sounds great. All sorts of things covered, yeah. Do you know, back to the hazing for a second. Yes, sir. So, uh, and I think I'm sworn to secrecy on this because I think that was part of the deal. And it was the hazing that took place uh, at the men's residence, Howe Hall at uh, Dalhousie University. And I was in Bronson House. And each house, there was five houses, had their own uh, set of criteria, you know, their set of instructions for hazing the new guys. And again, that's why I say this story was like so over the top for me. I remember the worst part of that hazing was that the freshmen were blindfolded Mm -hmm. and uh, marched into the men's washroom and uh, knelt before a toilet 
and had to reach into the toilet and take whatever was out of the in the toilet out. But what was in the toilet was bananas. Like you, you would peel bananas, put them in the toilet, let them soak for a while. And uh, you close your eyes and feel that, and it feels like something entirely different, right? That was the extent of the yeah. hazing. The hope yeah. being that they would throw up or something like yeah, that, yeah. right? But man. well, we know even at University of Alberta. I think it was just a couple of years ago. There was a couple of um, there was a fraternity over there that um, came under uh, some great scrutiny and got into right. a lot of trouble That's because true. of some. Um, they lost their charter. Yeah, they? because yeah. of some hazing that was that was going on going on there. So and these days everything's filmed as well, right? And that's the 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 other aspect of it that I wanted to talk to her about it, you know, the whole the social media side. Now the the principal in in this case, um, he waited a couple of days before contacting police. He was made aware of it, I guess, on the Monday, didn't contact police till the Wednesday. And Yikes. he now says, and he did receive, he had the copy of the of the video. It was, it was sent to him. But what he is saying is that he waited because the boy, uh, the alleged victim, hadn't told his, uh, his parents yet. So he was there with his, with him to help tell the parents. So he didn't do, he that's okay. that was his reasoning whatever hmm. um but yeah the fact that it was you know put uh, it was recorded put on social media and it was circulated out there we we see that more and more now hmm. as 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 we know over the past number of years right. with some really horrific outcomes as well wow today is the 19th by the way you say 19th yeah. oh yeah it is because you know why the 17th was on the weekend, and that was the countdown to 30, 30 days of Jay Lynn. You know why? 30 days till my birthday. <laughs> oh. December 17th. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah, so I'm stuck on the 17th. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> today is, well, the, today's the 19th, which makes it two months until the Jamaica trip. Two months to the Jamaica trip, So it's trip, an important yes. date that way. That, absolutely. I think uh, New West Traveler would still be happy to sell you a seat to that. <laughs> There's still a few left. <laughs> well, of the third edition of this trip, yeah. I mean, it's been the same trip all along. It's but just, it just keeps growing. Yeah. keeps growing and growing. So, <laughs> barely, anyway. Barely we're, got, we're taking the whole plane now. <laughs> we're taking Edmonton. <laughs> coming with us. And it's going to be awesome. Okay, 2.15, a quick break here, and uh, we'll uh, tackle some stories on the way back. Uh, 2:20 on the 6:30 Chet afternoon news. Um, I saw this story, and it's it's not a it's not a hard news story. Okay. Let's put it this way. But I I saw it today, and I sent it oh. to you. Yeah. Um, because there's you know we we oftentimes have um, you know people behaving badly on airplanes. Did you say it's not a hard hitting story? That is the understatement. Of <laughs> well, it's not at all. But oftentimes yeah. we have you know people behaving badly on airplane segment. This. This today, there's there's two of people behaving badly in sport. Yeah, and this one, you know, it's... It was just, anyway, it was just a chuckle, and it was Monday, and I thought, oh, gosh. Sure, why not? Uh, it was... Um the professional, it's the professional dart world we're talking about. Um, and if you ever watch that on television, I don't know where it is these days, but I know years ago I used to watch it and it would be like... Yeah, it's just on the higher end. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like 60, 120, 180, right? And, and oftentimes you'd see them... Darts is one of those games like curling um, where oftentimes uh, you can have a beer while playing the game, for example, right? Which, you know, makes it an attractive sport. I'm sure you don't do it when you're doing the world championship or whatever, but... So this guy, apparently, who lost, and this is a big deal, um, this guy who lost is claiming now that he lost because of the fragrant smell 
uh, left by his opponent. That it, it, he says it was the Grand Slam of darts That's match, right. um, and he's saying that the he, other guy, the was, other guy, just wouldn't stop passing wind. Lead, you know, the silent but deadly ones, right? And no one is taking credit uh-uh, for it. They're no, blaming each other. There, there's three of them on the stage. There's two competitors and a referee. <laughs> they're all blaming each other. Right. Which leaves you with everybody not sure because if there was only two of them, uh, you know what I mean? Like at least one guy knows for sure it wasn't him. Uh, but I, I, I like the uh, defense. The guy who was accused of passing wind was indignant about it uh, saying, and I can't quote the whole thing, no. uh, but he said, you can put a finger up my, uh, and there'll be no smell. Um, and and accuse the other guy. Well, I thought he had blanked his pants. You know, so it's going. It's trash trash talking. It's some some potty mouth. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> anyway, the controversy, the level the of controversy, controversy rages in darts, on in darts. That's the level of controversy in darts. Anyway, I saw it and I thought, oh gosh, uh, I just thought of I thought of you and Hunter playing darts on the weekend. And then there's this other story. Um, to me, this went back to some crazy old school curling stories. No kidding. Um, about these uh, these guys who were thumped out of the Red Deer Curling Classic on Sunday for unacceptable behavior, including being extremely drunk. Uh, One of the guys, Ryan Fry, he won gold uh, with the Brad Jacobs rink uh, for Canada in 2014. But uh, yeah, they're all apologizing now, but apparently they were breaking brooms, they were swearing and um, the facility uh, manager just said, enough's enough, gave them the boot, put a big sign up because everyone was complaining about these guys. Yeah, and you know... So it was Jamie Co- uh, yeah. Cooey, uh, Ryan Fry, Chris Schill, and DJ Kidby. So curling is another sport that I which, played years ago, which entails, uh, as does rugby, uh, for a, a lot of sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. Um, curling, you know, as a skip, you stand next to the other skip the entire game. Yeah. Oftentimes you'll talk to one another. Um, there's, a, there's uh, you know, in... There's a lot of decisions made as to whose rock touched what, and a lot of honesty. Like it's it is a gentleman's sport, and uh, this was anything but uh, gentlemanly. Come on, go it, to the briar patch, boys. <laughs> yeah, and and again, another sport like, where you have a beer or two. Oftentimes, how, right? how drunk are you? How how drunk do you have to be? To get kicked out of a curling match? Exactly. That was my thought when I saw the headline. Is like, well. Breaking brooms. Breaking brooms, drunk, uh, swearing. Kicking stuff around in the locker rooms. Yeah, to the point where fans were complaining. Listen, they didn't want to watch this. Like, something had to be done. And, And, you know, it's an awkward situation for the organizers of the event. Because you've got an Olympic gold medalist. On the team. On the team. Yeah. And you're about to, and they're about to... You know they're they're going to win possibly this whole thing, and they're going to be you're going to disqualify them. But he has they had no choice. I, I totally agree they they, with they, disqualifying them. So the team got booted for the competition and all future events at the club. Yeah. Now they're sort of uh, they're 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 sort of reeling that one back in a little bit because mm. what they're saying is that. When people started complaining, they first of all, they put the sign up because they wanted everyone to know that they had taken action, which is good. But then when they people were told that they were taking action and that there would be uh, a sign posted and they'd be uh, disqualified, people were saying, and then what happens? They apologize and it's all forgotten. So they, they worded the sign a little more strongly saying that they would not be allowed back. None of them would be allowed back in a future event at that same ring. But they're now saying, well, we'll see about that. We just wanted to be very strong in our wording. But... Yeah, man, oh man.
And as you said, everyone, I think, has apologized now. Yeah, they have. And, and then the, the Jacobs team, so back back in uh, Thunder Bay, Sault Ste. Marie, the boys back there, they're they're saying, uh, you know, that they're quite disappointed. They're, they they don't support that type of behavior, whether it's displayed on or off the ice. It's unacceptable. We've told that to Ryan, but at this point, they're just kind of working together to mm-hmm. move forward. So... I will take proper steps to ensure this problem can never happen again. This is uh, Fry. Because you know why? I take this very seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will strive to become a better version of myself while contributing positively to the sport and curling community that I love so much. You know what this actually comes down to for me? Yeah, he's a great curler. He's a gold medalist. And I bet you he's, uh, he's a pretty big deal when he walks into a, mm-hmm. a bond spiel. But I would suggest that maybe this was a... This was a sign of disrespect to the organizers of this particular bond spiel because basically what you're saying is, I don't care about you. I can come in and do whatever I want. Right. Yeah. Because I'm an Olympic gold medalist yeah. and so I'm going to come in and not take this bond spiel seriously. I'm going to get drunk and I'm still going to win it. That, you know what I mean? <laughs> but we all make Just mistakes. Kept going. Maybe you didn't go to sleep. <laughs> kept on going. Well, you don't. I mean, you, not at this level, but I mean, have, you've all been in bond spiels, haven't you, over the years? Uh, there's a lot of drinking and partying involved, and that's why there's so much fun, right? And, and I will be the first to admit that I actually was disqualified from a bond spiel for not showing up. There was Our whole team didn't show up for a bond spiel in, in the oilments because we drank half the night and didn't wake up in time. We actually heard about it. It was in like Fort St. John or mm-hmm. somewhere. And we, we heard about it on the radio. Like, you know how you set your alarm to be the radio? The radio starts, and it was the local sports guy saying that there's only been one result from the bond spiel so far. <laughs> So-so rink has been disqualified for not showing up, and you're just waking up going, oh, that's our rink. I've never curled before. Oh, it's so much fun. I've never, ever, ever. I've not not thrown a rock. I've really? not, no. You, you know what's great about curling? And I think curlers would agree. Curling is a game where you can play it very badly or very well mm-hmm. and still have a great time. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to know much about curling to get into curling. So you can go, you know, they'll put you as the lead right away. And <laughs> yeah, you figure out your, your house weight, weight and mm-hmm. your takeout weight, and your draw weight and your takeout weight. Yeah. But you can learn curling pretty quickly. But it's also, for those who do it well, a huge game of chess. It's yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. why curling on television mm. is so popular mm-hmm. because it's not about just throwing the rocks. Mm-mm. It's about the strategy of where Angles, to throw the everything. rocks. Everything absolutely. Yeah. I enjoy. It. For me, I I enjoy watching curling, uh, it, like I enjoy watching golf. Yeah. I I play neither. Uh, my dad has played golf since he was in or not golf uh, has has curled since he was in high school. Since he went to like Lindsay Collegiate. Really. Um. You know when, yeah, when they came over, he too. was high yeah. school and he still plays and at 75 years of age he's still exactly. out there every every couple of days with guys and you then they what? go have lunch it's, it's also just, uh, this a, sounds like an advertisement for but I'm, yeah. but it's not it's also a great sport that a couple can take part mm-hmm. in um, because they have lots of mixed uh, mm-hmm. curling leagues and then bond spiels right and although i wouldn't recommend yeah i wouldn't recommend that the the husband be the skip if the wife is the lead well, actually, yeah. Come to think of it, I'm going to walk all of that back. Because <laughs> Maybe were, you just play on different teams. Yeah, possibly, yeah, but still have best. a drink afterwards. Yeah, and don't play each other. Ever. Yeah, there, again. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.